Welcome to the Fueled AF podcast, where we educate you on ways to fuel your mind, body, and soul. We're your hosts, Alex and Avery. Now let's jump in. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode. Today, we're going to be talking all about how to simplify your health and fitness journey. Um, This is definitely something that we see a lot of our clients struggle with just in terms of overcomplicating things, doing things just in not a very efficient manner, and basically just ending up like extending the time that it takes for them to see progress and just making things harder than they need to be. So we kind of wanted to talk um, specifically today about how to just simplify things and really just like stick to the basics so that you can actually see the results that you want. Yes. And I feel like this is such a perfect time for us to come out with this episode. I know that during your check-ins this week, and like, it's pretty common just during summer for people to struggle with their health and fitness goals. Cause there's so much going on with summer and barbecues and parties and vacations. And summer's just a busy time for a lot of people. And it's also a really easy time to be like, Oh, like I'm going to go out to eat or I'm going to have some drinks and like, just not track anything. So Um, this is hopefully going to be really good too, for you guys to listen to in terms of just like learning how to stop overcomplicating things, because I think that people overcomplicate things so much. And like I said, when you're busy and it's summer and there's so many other things going on, it can be easy to be like, wow, that's really stressful. I don't Mm want to track my food because that's just going to take too much time. And I'm already so busy. Um, and it really doesn't have to be that way, you guys. So we, yeah, I think this is a really great time for this episode to come out as well, just because I feel like it's very applicable to where a lot of our clients are at and where a lot of you listeners are probably at as well. Yeah. I also feel like that, like the overcomplicating it is a lot of times like what people, what makes people like quit because they think, oh, this is too hard. This takes too much time. Like it's too complicated. I don't understand. Like I don't really have a plan. And so then they end up just stopping and like not doing anything. Um, So I feel like if you can find a really simple approach, that's really sustainable, that's going to end up actually getting you to where you want to be. So um, yeah, we're just going to kind of kick it off with just kind of sticking to the basics and chatting a little bit more about that, which I feel like is something that we probably say in every episode, especially like the more nutrition and fitness focused episodes. But we say this all the time too. It's the boring stuff that actually works. Um, It doesn't have to be super complicated. It doesn't have to be like this crazy plan. Um, The simple things that you hear over and over again, progressive overload, calorie deficit, like, you know, staying active, like those are the things that work and that's why they come up over and over again. Um, So the less complicated things are for you, the easier it's going to be for you to actually stick to it and see the progress. Yeah. And I think a, a big mistake a lot of people make, I definitely made this mistake getting started on my health and fitness journey is people bite off more they, than they can chew. Um, you know, when I first got started, I was like, okay, I have to do all of the things, right? I have to go to the gym every single day. I have to do cardio every single day. I have to, you know, go above and beyond with tracking my food and make all these gourmet meals and it's you're setting yourself up for failure if you're biting off more than you can true you can chew and honestly like the w- the best way to get started is to like add a couple things each week like hey i'm going to just focus on getting consistent with workouts first after i have a couple of weeks of consistency of going to the gym now i'm going to focus on my nutrition and and try to dial that in after i focus on my nutrition you know maybe i'm just going to start with tracking my protein this week and the next week i'm going to add in my carbs and my fats or maybe I'm just going to start with calories and then add in my protein. Like there's, there's so many different ways that you can kind of attack it, but 
a big mistake a lot of people make is they bite off more than they than they can chew. They overcomplicate it, and then it's so easy to be like, "Wow, this sucks. This is so boring." I, yeah, you know, it's too time consuming tracking my food on a scale. Like that's just so overwhelming. Like that's because you're probably doing more than you can handle all at once. So add things in slowly, um, and then evaluate the plan every single week. I, I actually just sent this in our group chat over the weekend, but something I like to do, especially in regards to my nutrition, is okay, how did last week go? What what did I really struggle with last week? And you can do this in any area of your health and fitness journey. What did I really struggle with? Okay. So I'm identifying what I struggled with. What's something that I can do this week to make that problem a little bit easier for me? So for example, I, um, I was really low on my protein last week and I found myself not going for high protein foods because everything I had in my fridge was like uncooked chicken breast and uncooked ground beef. And I'm just like, wow, I don't want to deal with that. (laughs) So instead I would just heat up like a microwave mac and cheese and it had no protein in it. And that's what I had for dinner. Um, so this week I was like, okay, obviously that's very clear. I struggled with that. The reason I struggled with that was because I didn't have any easily accessible things like that frozen mac and cheese was super easy for me to grab. That's why I grabbed it. So how can I get some things that align with my goals that are going to be just as easy to grab. Um, so that way when I go into this week, I can be really successful. So kind of just always remember to evaluate where you're at and alter the plan when needed. You're never going to have a perfect plan of attack. There's always going to be things that you struggle with. So it's really, really important to make sure that you're always kind of analyzing what went wrong and how can I make it better? Yeah, exactly. And I think when it comes to like not biting off more than you can chew, people, like you said, feel like they have to be doing everything to the extreme. Or like a lot of times I'll get, you know, new clients and they tell me like, oh yeah, I'm not working out consistently at all right now. And I'm like, okay, so how often do you want to be working out? They're like, let's do five times a week. I'm like, that's probably not going to happen. If you're not working out at all right now, don't jump to like the maximum amount of days, like start small. If it's like, okay, it's been a month and you've hit three workouts every week really consistently. And you feel like you have time for one more great. Um, but set yourself up with like those baby steps so that you can actually see those wins add up and then add more when you're ready. Um, the more sustainable it is, the longer you're going to be able to stick to it. And the, the time, like the time it takes to make progress is a lot longer than you think. So you're going to have to be able to stick to things. Or if you're yeah. saying oh, work out five days a week and then you get really overwhelmed and you don't work out at all. And then you eventually get down to three days a week and then you're consistent. That's a whole lot longer than just saying, okay, maybe eventually I want to try to work out four or five days a week, but right now all I can do is three, then, then do that. Like that's totally fine. Meet yourself where you're at. Um, see you guys, you can see results off three days a week. Like don't think like, oh, I have to do five in order to see results. Like 100%. We have so many clients in our program who are only working out three days a week and seeing incredible results. So you don't, don't feel like you have to bite off more than you can chew in order to see results. Because ultimately, like Avery said, if it's not sustainable and you're like, wow, I've been grinding and grinding and now I'm getting so burnt out, like you're going to fall off and then you're going to find yourself exactly where you're at right now. Like not having a plan and not knowing how to you know proceed with things. So keeping it sustainable is really important. It's important to enjoy what you do. We say that all the time, but if you don't enjoy or find at least some sort of enjoyment in the things that you're doing, you're not going to stick with it. Yeah. I also think just one more thing kind of in the broad category of like sticking to the basics is starting with like the low hanging fruit. And by that, I mean like, you know, not necessarily like diving into like supplements or like even maybe tracking your macros is like kind of too much for you right now. Like just trying to focus on the low hanging fruit, like just taking a daily walk, drinking more water, 
getting like a solid seven to eight hours of sleep every night. Um, maybe like trying to do like workouts at home, things that are like, you know, are going to be easy for you. Um, like I already drink, you know, 32 ounces of water. I'm going to just double that and drink a little bit more. Um, like I normally go to bed at 11. I'm going to try to go to bed 30 minutes or an hour earlier. Things that like, you can just make those small tweaks where it's like, this is free. This is like relatively easy. You feel pretty confident that you're going to be able to do it. Those small changes that are like very, you know, like low investment are going to make a really big difference. So do those things first before you start to, you know, think about like, oh, well, what supplements do I need? Or do I need this gym membership? Or like what, you know, like just like literally just start with like the easiest, least sexy things. Yeah. Yeah. Which most people don't do because they're so unsexy. Right. I don't know if unsexy is a word, but (laughs) yeah. well, it's like, you can't, you know, you're on Instagram or you're seeing an influencer and they're like promoting a supplement. It's like, you can, you can, spend money on that. They can sell that to you and get commission off of that. But like, just, you know, you can't necessarily sell someone like, well, just take a walk every day. It's like, yeah. that might be advice that they can give you. Um, but like, they're not getting any benefit from that, which obviously I'm not saying that every like influencer influencer out there is like just trying to get your money by any means. But some a, lot, a lot of them are, yeah. <laughs> a lot of them are, but like, just meaning that like, you know, there's a lot of things that you can do that are free and that are very simple um, and that are just going to benefit your health and your well-being aside yeah. from like making progress or losing weight or whatever kind of 100%. the big goal is for you. Yeah, definitely. So kind of diving into how to keep your training simple, your workout simple, right? Um, again, this was a mistake I definitely made, but I thought in order to go to the gym, I had to do 15 different exercises. Um, you know, I followed swipe workouts on Instagram. I was doing different workouts every single time. Cause I thought I had to quote unquote, confuse my muscles in order to see growth. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. I, yeah right. <laughs> um, but you guys, this is what we mean when we say like, it's the boring ass shit that works. Like you do not have to do 15. You shouldn't be doing, you shouldn't even have enough energy to do 15 different exercises in your workout. Um, it's, it's really important to just kind of like Avery said, really, sit down and ask yourself, like, how many days can I commit to start on the, the smaller end of that? I promise you, you're going to, you're going to be able to progress so much further if you can kind of start with the small stuff. And sorry, I thought there was something behind me. I'm sitting outside you guys. It's my office isn't built yet. Um, and I literally was like, oh my God, is there an animal behind me? Um, anyways, but yeah, you don't have to do 12 different exercises. You don't need to switch it up every time. In fact, you, you shouldn't be switching it up every time you should create a plan, um, create a good workout split and stick to those workouts for a long period of time. Do you kind of want to talk about that more? Yeah, definitely. So honestly, I feel like the easiest way to like do that is, well, I guess first we'll kind of talk a little bit about, um, like creating your workout split, which I actually just did a live Facebook live on. So essentially the first thing to ask yourself, and I kind of talked about this already, but how many days can you commit to like realistically, how many days can you commit to? And I like to ask my clients sometimes, like if they're like, oh, I want to do five days. Um, and maybe they're working out like two days right now or not at all. I like ask them, okay, on a scale of one to 10, how confident are you that you can do that every single week? Like five days every single week. And if it's not like a nine or 10, then drop it down. Um, so if you feel like nine or 10 confident that you can do three days a week, like stick with that. So figure out how many days you can commit to, and then you would create kind of your workout split based on that. Um, so workout split, just meaning like what, you know, how you're going to divide up your training in terms of like lower body, upper body, full body, um, just making sure that you're getting a well-rounded 
training session sessions across the week and that you're hitting all your muscle groups. Um, and then from that point, creating individual workouts um, and stick to those for, you know, at least a month, if not like eight, 10, potentially even 12 weeks, um, really as long as it's working and you're progressing, you can stick to them. Um, and then I honestly, like, if you are like new to the gym or you just kind of want more structure, you want to like simplify things, literally just grab a notebook or grab your phone on your notes app and literally just write down, okay, so like upper body, I'm going to do these, um, you know, five to six exercises, lower body, I'm going to do these five to six exercises, full body, I'm going to do these, and then just literally rinse and repeat. Um, so just a quick like crash course, which I, I'm pretty sure we have an entire episode. Yeah, It's a beginner about, guide to a health and fitness journey. Part one. Yeah. Part one is literally all about training, um, designing your workouts, all of that. So if you want like a more in-depth explanation, definitely check that one out. But um, first, just dynamic warm up, five to 10 minutes of just getting your body ready, um, two to three compound exercises. So exercises that are going to utilize multi or multiple joints and muscle groups, which are going to be more taxing. And then a couple, like three to four isolation exercises um, towards the end of your workout, they're going to target typically just one muscle group. And yep. then at the end, some, some sort of cool down, some static stretching. Um, if you wanted to do like cardio, that would be after your workout. Um, so just basically write everything down. I think that's another really important thing is just making sure you actually do have a plan. Um, because like we've been saying this whole time, like just sticking to something and doing it consistently is going to be so much more effective than like doing random things all the time and trying to like confuse your body or trying to like reinvent the wheel every time you go to the gym or every time you make a meal or whatever it is. So that's really, that's really all it is. Like just write everything down and repeat it make sure that you're tracking your progress and, um, that you're progressing. For sure. A couple of things on that. Um, like we said, you don't have to do 12 exercises. Like you said, just two to three compound movements, three to four isolation movements. I just went back to the gym for the first time on Monday. I literally did four exercises. That was two days ago. And I'm still like feeling the pain from it. Um, and that's another thing. You don't have to be sore after every single workout. We've talked about that on a podcast too. I just haven't worked out at the gym in two months. That's why I'm very sore. But, um, yeah, you definitely just want to keep it simple. Make sure you have it written down so you don't forget what you did. And when you go to the gym the next week and you work glutes and hamstrings again, you know exactly what exercises you did. Um, so yeah, that, that, that's really important. There was something else I was going to add on that, but I have like mom brain so bad. I don't even remember what I was going to say. So yeah, that, that's perfect. <laughs> um, one, just cause I mentioned like tracking your lifts. Um, I really, there's an app that I use called strong, um, which if you want kind of like a little easy way to track your workouts. That's a really easy way. Cause you can just enter in how many, like how much weight you did, how many reps you did, but it doesn't, you don't have to use that as long as you're trying, like they even make, if you go to like Amazon, um, they make little like workout journals where you can write down like the exercise that you did, how many reps you did. Um, but honestly, even if you're just writing down in a notepad or like just on your phone, just keeping track of it to make sure that you're actually progressing, um, that's, you're going to make so much more progress doing that than you are trying to do yeah. 10 new exercises every single workout. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Oh, I remember what I was going to say it, in the fact of writing it down before you go in, that's yeah. going to also help you stick with it too, you guys, because going into the gym without a plan, you're going to go in there and you're going to be like, what the fuck am I even doing here? You're going to get on the treadmill for 10 minutes and then you're going to go home. 
Like we don't want that. We want you to go in. We want you to know exactly what you're going to be doing so that you don't have that. Oh my God, I don't know what to do next. I'm just going to leave. Cause I, yeah. I promise you that will happen. It's happened to me a million times. So having the plan before you go into the gym, don't just go in there and wing it. Um, yeah. that's it's just going to be a better workout. If you like know what you're doing and you don't have to like figure it out on the fly, if you just yeah. have a plan and you just execute it, it's going to be so much better. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay. Moving into nutrition and kind of how to keep your nutrition simple, how to just kind of make all that easier. I definitely think that this is like the place that most people struggle. Um, I would say like nine times out of 10 clients are like, I'm really going to need help with nutrition or like even yesterday and Monday on my, in my check-ins, I was saying to people like, okay, your workouts, you got your workouts down steps in water are good. Like the missing piece right now is your macros. And we can't really, I can't, adjust anything until that's in a good spot. So, um, yeah, definitely the place where people overcomplicate it. Um, I think just whether or not, obviously we talk a lot about tracking macros and flexible dieting, reverse dieting, whether or not you're tracking your food right now, maybe you feel like that's not really the right thing for you to do right now, or you just, you're not in that place yet. Keep things as simple as you can, just in terms of like the meals that you're making, how you're eating. It doesn't have to be complicated. Um, you don't have to like create these fancy recipes or use like 20 different ingredients. Yeah. Um, just trying to focus on like having a well-balanced meal. So like a good protein source with every meal, um, some carbs, some fiber, like fruits and veggies. Um, the things that like you, you know, inherently, like people tell you growing up, like eat your fruits and vegetables, eat your protein, like, you know eat a well-balanced diet. Like those things are all true. And that's why you hear them over and over again. So it doesn't have to be complicated. Not at all. And that, like you said, that is easily the thing that people overcomplicate the most. You actually just sent a message to one of our clients this morning saying, um, okay, for a meal, literally just focus on a protein, a carb, and a fat on your plate. Like you could literally do a chicken breast with some broccoli and some sweet potatoes, and you can add some olive oil on top. And that's like a really well-balanced meal and it gets you a lot of good nutrients in. And it's so freaking simple. Now, listen, I understand that sometimes those simple meals give you the ick. Like I definitely sometimes get that way. I can't eat the same thing over and over again because I just, I like to keep things fun and exciting. So when we say you don't need to have like gourmet meals to succeed, that doesn't mean that you can't still have fun meals and like have fun with it. Like you, you can definitely still make the foods that you love and you, you should be doing that. Like I said in the beginning, if you're not enjoying what you're doing, you're not going to stick with it. So if you go into eating and you're like, wow, I, you know, my macros are so restrictive that I can't even have the fun foods that I used to eat before. Like that's not good. You still want to incorporate those foods because maybe they're not going to provide you with the most nutritional value, but they do provide you with making you happy. And it's something that you really enjoy doing, whether it's getting a blizzard with your kids once a week or whatever it may be. Um, you definitely should be including those foods still. I had a, a person ask me in my challenge right now. She, she said, I'm going camping. And usually when I go camping, I, you know, overindulge on the drinks and the food and like, how can I be more successful in this? So I gave her a bunch of ideas, but then at the end I was like, Hey, it's still important to have some of those fun foods. So like, don't, don't skip out on the s'mores because I promise you by day five or what, however long you're camping, you're probably going to eat like four s'mores at the end of the day. Cause you're like, wow, I restricted myself this whole trip. And that's all I wanted. I was watching everybody eat these s'mores. So like I said, it's important to still include the foods that you love, but you do not need to have gourmet meals by any means. Um, a big, big part of this, you guys, is to really like have a plan going into it. We always say fail failing to prepare is preparing to fail. Don't just go to the grocery store and wing it. 
sit down before you go, create a list of the things that you need. You can even break it up by your macros, proteins, fats, carbs. You know, what are the things I'm going to grab at the grocery store? Make a list, go into it, write, write, write your meals down on your list too. So when you come home with all your groceries, you know what you were going to make with the groceries you bought. <laughs> um, and then just keep it simple that way. Make your list. Keep some quick macro specific foods on hand. So like I said, make sure you have some easy to grab carb sources, some easy to grab protein sources, some easy to grab fat sources. Um, and then just kind of prioritize that ahead of time and make sure you have a plan. I would say that that's the biggest part of being successful is being prepared and having a plan. It will yeah. make your life so much easier. Yeah, 100%. Um, I was going to say something about um, just kind of like incorporating the foods that you enjoy. I think that's another really like it's kind of almost too simple. And so people don't really think about it. Like, again, a lot of times when I set people's initial macros, when I'm working with them, they're like, okay, well, I want meal ideas and this and that. And I'm like, okay, like I can definitely give you some ideas, but also like, what do you like? Like literally, what do you want to eat? You know, like, do you like having oatmeal for breakfast? Do you want to have pancakes? Do you want to have French toast? Like, what do you actually want? Um, because I guarantee like there's a way to incorporate that into your day. Um, and if it's something that's like, quote unquote, less nutrient dense, like maybe you want to have pancakes for breakfast, like, okay, maybe switch that out for like Kodiak cakes that have some extra protein, maybe add some berries on top for some micronutrients, um, you know, maybe like have, like I said, like some fruit on the side or, you know, whatever, like yeah. just trying to, that's a, that's a big thing is instead of just trying to cut out the foods that you really enjoy that you deem as like bad or unhealthy have those foods, like have that mac and cheese that's in the freezer and throw some chicken that you prepped, you know, the next, the day before yeah. throw in there or like add a side salad or some veggies on the side. Like you can still enjoy that and have that be, you know, your carbs and your fats, and then just add in some other things that are going to make it a little bit more well-rounded. Um, because people just are so quick to like demonize certain foods and then cut those foods out. And then like Alex said, with like the s'mores example, the longer you restrict those foods and you're just craving them and wanting them and you're not feeling satisfied from just eating broccoli and chicken, you're going to eventually like rebound and like binge on those foods or just kind of get out of control and then start that cycle over again where you feel like you have to restrict. So if you can actually incorporate those foods um, and just make them a little bit more well-rounded, you're going to be so much better off. Yeah. There's even that like tactic I've heard. This is This happens a lot during like Halloween when people are like, oh, I just can't trust myself around Halloween candy. Um, I've seen people say like, okay, we'll have a piece of candy after every single meal. And I promise you by like two weeks in, you're probably not even going to want the candy anymore because you're like, gosh, I've been having it every single day. Yeah. Um, so any anything in moderation is good, you guys. Like it's, it's, it's really important not to deprive yourself because you're going to do more damage if you're depriving yourself. And again, if you're depriving yourself, you're going to hate it. You're going to say, wow, this sucks. And then you're going to fall off. And then you're going to, like Avery said, be right back where you are needing to restart and you're going to do the whole cycle over again. So the sooner that you can just continue to eat the foods that you love and learn how to make those work in your diet, the better. That's why it's called flexible dieting. There's a lot of flexibility within it and you can still include all of the foods that you love. Like you, you shouldn't have to cut out anything. It's just all in a matter of how are you going to make it work for the day? Yeah. Um, okay. We kind of like went on some tangents there. Um, so yeah, we talked about like grocery shopping, um, keeping like macro specific foods on hand. Yeah. So prepping your food ahead of time, this is just so big. And like, it doesn't have to be like this intimidating meal prep where you have 50 Tupperwares on your counter and they all have the same thing. And it looks like you're like preparing for a hurricane or something like it doesn't have to be this like big intimidating thing. If you want to do it that way, 
that's totally fine. If you're super busy or like you literally have, you know, an hour, two hours every week to cook and that's it. Maybe that's going to be the best for you. Um, but we always talk about like food prep versus meal prep and honestly just like cooking in bulk. So, you know, cook once, eat twice or cook once, eat two, three, four times. Um, so cook, you know, cook your entire thing of turkey or two containers of turkey or, you know, multiple containers of chicken breast. And that way you don't just have it for, you know, a day or two days or that specific meal, but you have it for like the rest of the week or the next couple of days. So you can throw that chicken in pasta or with rice or with sweet potatoes or, you know, whatever it is, like you can kind of mix and match and you just have those like specific things on hand. You have some veggies on hand, you have some protein on hand. Um, and that way, when you are maybe craving something that's a little bit less nutrient dense, you're like, okay, great. I can have this mac and cheese, but I already have this chicken prep. So I'm just going to throw it in here. If yeah. that chicken wasn't made, you're probably, I don't know. Yeah. I'm like, I just don't, even if it's not hard, I'm like, I don't want to cook right now. I'm hungry. I just eat. Um, but if you already have it ready, like it's going to be really easy to incorporate it. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what, what I was saying even just last week. Like I didn't have a protein source ready. It was uncooked chicken breast in the fridge. And I'm like, well, my daughter's only napping for another 30 minutes. So I'm not going to cut up this chicken and cook it and add it to my meal because then I can't eat it because she's going to be up from her nap. So instead I just cooked the macaroni by itself and didn't have anything. So like I said, having that prepped can be really great. And if you don't even have time to like cook your chicken, you can buy pre-cooked chicken. I, I literally just bought two huge containers of pre-cooked chicken from Trader Joe's. It's already cooked. It's like rotisserie style chicken. Um, and then I got one that's just regular chicken breast and I literally can just throw it in my bowl. I can wait on my food scale, throw it in my bowl. And I, it's so, so quick. Like so simple. That's, that's why yeah. it's so mind blowing. Like, wow, that didn't take any thought or any effort at all. And I'm still on track with my goals. And so that kind of leads me into this next thing. I used to be like really, um, like, Oh, I don't want to eat like frozen fruits and veggies. Cause it's not as good as the, the real deal. That's not true that like when it comes to the nutrients in like frozen fruits and veggies, you're pretty much like there's the very, very slight difference between eating them fresh versus eating them frozen because when they get frozen they're frozen at like the peak of their um ripeness yeah, yeah. So, so eating frozen veggies you're still gonna get the nutrients in so don't be afraid to like eat frozen fruits and veggies because I know how easy it is to to like buy all the stuff but then like I don't know Trader Joe's produce lasts like three days and then it's rotten so like that's why sometimes having the frozen option is nice because I I can just cook it whenever I need it um, so that's a good thing to keep in mind too, is just like, if you need frozen foods, I know like those bird's eye pastas, they're like veggie pastas. Mm -hmm. You can literally heat that up, add some chicken, or if you have some pre-cooked ground turkey or ground beef, throw that in there. And you have a literal meal within a matter of five minutes, like a whole ass meal, which is mm -hmm. so cool. Um, also meal prep services can be really great. I actually just started doing meal prep services and it is awesome. Um, I use flex pro meals and I like it just because they have like, you know, 40, 50, sometimes 60 grams of protein. And I pop it in the microwave for two minutes. Um, and I, like I said, just for me navigating lifestyles, new mother and like not knowing when I can eat and not knowing when like, I'm going to be able to do this or that. It's nice to have something that's super easy and quick just for like lunch options and stuff like that. So that can be a really good option. Also, um, gr grocery pickup or online order delivery. Those can be really great. If you're somebody who struggles with finding time to go grocery shopping, order your groceries online, have them delivered to your house. Um, go pick them up at the store. There's, there's definitely in this day and age, it's, it's never been easier to stay on track with your nutrition. There's so many different ways to, to make it simple and make it easy on you. Yeah, honestly. Um, 
Yeah. And then lastly, just kind of exactly what we said earlier about the training or just, I think we actually said in the beginning of like just assessing how you're doing, what you're struggling with and kind of trying to figure out how to make that easier. Just asking yourself, okay, like what went well with my diet this week? Um, what, like maybe you did a really good job incorporating protein. Um, you like prep some protein ahead of time and you did a really good job doing that, but maybe you, you know, your meal timing is a little bit off. Like you didn't really eat until 1 PM or whatever it is. Um, and you want to make sure that you're actually getting in enough food throughout the day. How can you change that? How can you work on that? Maybe it's like getting up a little bit earlier or like bringing some snacks with you or just setting an alarm on your phone to remind you to eat. Um, and yeah, just kind of filling in those gaps. It's not going to be perfect the first week. I mean, it's never going to be perfect, right. uh, but if you can just slowly keep making those improvements, um, and not overcomplicate things, it's going to be a game changer. And like I said about the training, um, aspect in beginner's guide part two, we also have, um, a, a just basically episode of like how to get started with your diet, tracking macros, like where to start, what dieting phase to start with. We also have tons of episodes about like reverse dieting and cutting. So if you feel like you need to have a little bit more specific information about like what dieting phase to work with, definitely check those out too. And then really quick before we sum up like the nutrition aspect, back when we were talking about sticking with the basics, when I was talking about don't bite off more than you can chew, I think that this was like really when it clicked for me in terms of the nutrition side of things. Um, especially because I used to be the person who would go grocery shopping. I had plans for these crazy meals that I was going to cook. I bought all the ingredients and then I'd get home and I'd be like, wow, I don't want to cook any of that. And it just sits in my fridge. Right. Um, so that's, that's just an example of when I said it clicked for me, I was like, oh, okay, I can just buy this, you know, frozen food and put it together if I need it in a pinch. Yes, I can still grab the fresh stuff and, and cook it if I want. But like I said, just don't bite off more than you can chew. Um, and then another big thing when it comes to like the the food prep, do that right when you get home from grocery shopping. Don't wait, like unpack your groceries and prep your food. Like I have berries that have been sitting in my fridge for three days and I haven't eaten them because I haven't washed them. It literally would have taken me five minutes to wash them after I got home from the grocery store and put them back in my fridge, but I haven't washed them. So every time I'm in a pinch and I'm opening my fridge, I'm seeing these berries sitting there that aren't washed. And I'm like, ah, I can't eat those. So like, just do the prep right when you get home so that you can go out through the week and not have those, um, you know, oh, I, I need to do that still, but I'm just going to wait and do it tomorrow. Cause then before you know it, your food's going to go bad and then you're just going to end up tossing it and then you're wasting money and you're not sticking with your goals. So also you can like pair this is they talk about this a lot in um atomic habits which is a great book highly recommend um but just if you can like pair an activity that you don't love like maybe you don't love prepping your food which honestly like who who does i mean i don't know um (laughs) yeah but i feel like it's like if you're cooking like that's and it's a little bit more creative that might be more fun than just like (laughs) but anyway um like what i always do is like i never really feel like i don't really want to cut this chicken or whatever it is um, I'll like grab my phone, put on Hulu, like watch something. So I at least have that kind of like, oh, well, I want to watch this. And it makes it a little bit like more enjoyable. Or like maybe you have a podcast you want to listen to or music or whatever it is, like just kind of pairing something that you don't want to do with something enjoyable. Like same goes for exercise or like if you're like, I really don't want to go on a walk, but I know that I should. So I'm going to, you know, call my friend and catch up with her or I'm going to, you know, listen to this audiobook or, you know, my favorite album or whatever it is, that way you kind of entice yourself to do those like not super enjoyable things or maybe things that you don't want to do in the beginning with something that you know you're going to enjoy. So yeah. love that tip. That's great. 
but yeah, overall, you guys keep it simple. Focus on one thing at a time. Alter the plan when you need. Don't overcomplicate it. It doesn't have to be. In fact, the the minute you stop overcomplicating, you're going to find that it's really going to be a lot easier to stick with your health and fitness journey. So is there anything else you want to add, Avery? Just the biggest thing, just prepare, prepare for success and you will be successful. If you're trying to wing it, it's probably not going to work. Yeah, so true. Awesome, you guys. Well, thank you for tuning in this week and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.